0: Music is always noteworthy. Welcome to Talking With Our Mouths Full.
1: I'm Nightingale.
0: And I'm Michael Chan. And we are joined today by someone very, very special. Not you, very special.
1: Oh, I thought it was me. Thank you for having me on the
0: show. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just trying to, yeah. um, but yes, our guest today is a singer songwriter from Toronto. Her music Definitely is signed. Not me. Nope, not you at all. Her music is signed to multiple libraries and has been placed on major league baseball and European and Australian TV shows. She has played live in Nashville, including at the Bluebird Cafe, in London, and in her hometown of Toronto, where she won best of the open mic. Her sound has been compared to a wide range of artists from Joni Mitchell to Blondie to Cat Power. She is the one, the only, Smudgy! Wow,
2: that's an amazing introduction, thank you.
1: That's because you're amazing. <laughs>
0: you, are, you are amazing, and thank you for sending us your bio so I can <laughs> rewrite it into an introduction. <laughs> thank you how, for having me, guys. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, nice to have you. How are you doing?
2: I'm doing well, thanks. I, how are you guys doing?
0: Oh, you know. Yes. <laughs> fabulous. <laughs> yes, uh, uh, yes. Some food poisoning, but that's all right. I uh, can totally still talk, fabulous. right? Yeah,
2: I feel terrible. I've, i had that once. It's not...
0: Fun. oh my god it's it's yeah I had the uh I was like I had the chills all last night I didn't sleep and oh. then I spent the entire day just like passed out in bed and I just woke up like an hour before this so oh. yay and I Got still have chills.
1: food They multiplying mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> but hey I still have food uh because we are still doing our food feature and i will attempt to shove the food in my mouth what is our food feature today nightingale
1: it is called ding tai Fung shanghai dim sum located at three two five five highway seven east in markham ontario according to blog Tio, it is the only restaurant in the greater toronto area specializing in shanghai dim sum in shanghai the dim sum variety is generally larger like over 145 dishes a lot empty your stomachs and get your reading game on they also have another branch located in taiwan so be prepared for an authentic food experience also what ding tai feng is known for is for their xlbs aka their shaolong baos so a tip when eating them is to grab one puncture a hole to get the broth out give it a little sip and taste and then you eat it or else if you get it fresh so the whole thing in your mouth be prepared for the burn it's not fun Mm -mm. Mm -mm. It's not fun. So again, if you're craving a different dim sum experience and in the Markham area, check out Ding Tai Funk, They offer takeout and are available for delivery on Uber.
0: Mm -hmm. So just to give you a little background on why I love this place, uh, my family, as in like my parents, they they eat here all the time, like, and they know the owners and everything. And uh, the mall it's in is actually called First Markham Place, which is a very popular mall in Markham. And uh, yeah, we've been eating here for years, like wow. years. And ever since the pandemic started, my uh, my parents have been supporting this place once every other week. So they would uh, order a bunch of stuff and then bring some over, leave it at our doorstep and then <laughs> bring their own stuff home. So uh, we, get a, we get to eat here quite frequently. Now, um, tonight uh, they dropped off Shanghainese noodles, uh, which actually I have here today uh the Shanghainese noodles are generally thicker noodles and
2: uh oh that looks amazing oh yeah yeah wow and, uh
0: this dish the, the uh
2: it's yummy 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 yeah, it, has, it has
0: veggies in it it has pork and it has chinese mushrooms so oh. it's very very good uh they also dropped off uh green onion pancakes which uh my family my my family already ate it all but anyways green onion <laughs> pancake red chili dumplings Broccoli with egg and scallops. So that it's a, it's a really, really, really good dish. And also, um, sangjin bao, which are our buns with ah. meat inside. They're so good. My daughter loves sangjin bao. So,
2: sounds amazing.
0: Have you had Shanghainese food, Smudgy?
2: No, I haven't. I'm, but I'm like, I'm gonna try. <laughs> it looks amazing.
0: Wow. We should, once the pandemic is over we should, we should totally definitely do. go for something. we should
2: gain weight
0: yeah let's do it we should gain weight <laughs> haven't we already gained enough during the i know pandemic?
1: i've actually we can gain <laughs> more together
2: it is a group <laughs> effort <laughs> i like your style you guys
0: because <laughs> i already gained a quarantine 15 so
1: oh i didn't know this that is, was a thing this is the post with friendship where we all do it together so it's not isolated <laughs>
0: I, yes, let's gain weight together. <laughs> so um,
1: that way, when we go to the gym, we can lose weight together. Mm. Yeah. Good
0: idea. Yeah. Smudgy, what's, uh, what's your food situation been like during the pandemic?
2: Oh, um, you know, we've been ordering a, lo- a lot recently um, for, for pickup and, and delivery. And there's a great place near me. Uh, I don't know if I'm saying it right. It's Gano Sushi on Queens Key West. Uh, it's G-O-N-O-E, um, and I, I made a note, um, like they're 262 Queens Key West, so right at Harborfront area, like 10 minute walk from the CN Tower, just south. And they have they have the best, well, I love Japanese food, so um, they have really good tempura, really good uh, salmon teriyaki. I've been going there for years and and like our family has, and we keep ordering from them they're just like every time it's really fresh and uh i'm big on fresh and their salads are crispy you know when the lettuce you know it's fresh and yeah uh, mm. yeah they're just oh yeah like, then there's another place too but i don't know if i should mention it yet but there's there's a couple of really good restaurants near me oh no, go ahead name, uh, them, all name them all, oh, okay. all. all name gain everything together yes. okay let's let's owners let's all gain weight together <laughs> i like this that should be a t-shirt um it's Kinton Ramen. Um, I'm again not sure if I'm saying it right, but it's 110 Harbor Street, which is not far from where I live at Harborfront. So it's literally a Harbor Front and York and Harbor Street. So again, near the CN Tower area. If you just want to, I
0: used there. to live there, so I know that place. Oh
2: right, place. you did. I forgot. And so the ramen, like all kinds, uh, like it's so there are. I went, I went in, and a generous portion. Generous mm-hmm. portion mm-hmm. and. Mm-hmm. And and we've been getting um pickup lately and they're just uh they're so fast and everything's so hot and they separate you know the liquid part and that you can you can that and add it and um and then I went like a few months, well, before COVID, I went in and had a lunch there and I thought I was getting like the least spicy ramen and I think my face started going different colors of red because I wasn't used to that much hot. And it was the lowest hot on the hot scale, so I sat there and it was like uh, I kept getting clean. You know when your nose starts running after mm-hmm. mine does anyway. So I probably asked for like 15 napkins and I got through it. But but next time I'm like I just have to I don't know what I have to do. It was really good, but I'm just I'm more of a wuss than I thought I was because there was so many <laughs> hot layers above what I ordered. So, but it was, the food is just, like, mouth-watering. Um, yeah, and they have so much variety, um, you know, vet, whether you're vegetarian or they have pork dishes or, or everything. So, so really good restaurants all around. Um, yeah, I love these guys. And and I should put a shout-out while I'm on a roll uh, to Red Tape Brewery. A friend of mine, um, um, Sean, my bass player, um, and his wife, they run it, and it's at... Um, 159 main street in Toronto there it's a brewery and, and it's home like run from it's a family run um, brewery beer is amazing so I highly recommend red tape so those are my kind of top three right now so.
0: speaking of spice have you ever been to a uh, salad king yes oh my god it's yeah. uh, it's on young street across from Ryerson for those uh, who don't yeah. know this place and uh so you know they have those chili levels right yeah yeah. So I remember the first time I went, I was like, okay, I'm going to have one chili. Right. And surprisingly, I, it didn't hurt me that much. So the next time I went, I asked for three chilies. That was a big mistake.
2: Oh, that was, that
0: was a huge mistake. I couldn't what feel it? my mouth.
2: <laughs> it sounds, oh my God. And they're great. Yeah.
0: Their Thai food is amazing. I oh, like their, I uh, their chicken fud Thai is just, oh,
2: wow. Wow, I just ate a big meal and you're making me hungry <laughs> it's like
0: hey that's what we do that's what we're here for making you guys making so many big
2: uh-huh.
0: <laughs> oh man so uh are, are you originally from Toronto or did you um move to-
2: I yeah I was born in Toronto but I grew up and was raised in Winnipeg so like 500 uh, miles west yeah toward northwest so basically Winnipeg's where I grew up very cold very flat and uh very friendly people
0: and your name smudge or smudgy is that the name you're born with
2: no or... no people are always weirded out by that Um, uh, my real name has are... asked that too <laughs> my um my real name's antonia but people always mess that up it's long it's got multiple syllables and i use that for business stuff antonia but uh like like other non-music stuff but but smudgy my mom was a a writer and a poet and she was a very creative person and she thought when i was born that i was the firstborn, like that i looked like a little smudge of life but she went further because she's like well you know sperm and egg mixed together is like a smudge of life so literally it stuck haha that name throughout my whole life so uh-huh. i i respond to it like a puppy that's been called the same thing you know not that i'm a puppy but you know what i mean like okay. i'm used to that not being weird so so yeah fight my whole life so. how,
0: but how how do you not have a t-shirt that has that quote sperm and egg smudge of like come on
2: i gotta do that yeah you guys are giving me all these ideas already t like t-shirt making episode yeah that's right i like this i'm writing notes actually i have a pen and paper. oh yeah so nice. i'm weird i've actually got notes so if i look down periodically
0: just you know. no 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 it is fine uh i mean we are an audio based format it's so okay. well, I like, write- yeah, she awesome. does too I love it. <laughs> Nightingale has these beautiful bullet journals that she does, and
2: oh, I love yeah. that. Do you guys have nicknames, like like anything?
0: Me, I'm just Chan, because yeah. growing up uh, there were too many Michaels in my class, so we're all we all went by our our last names.
1: Uh, I get imposter from Michael. <laughs> I heard that on an uh, yeah one of your podcasts. I heard that. I well, was wondering I- about that. Well, I mean, it's either knight or imposter or sus.
0: Well, that's because you are very sus. I still can't tell if you're our nightingale or the nightingale from the QQ who's trying to take your place. If Thank you, you for are having you,
1: me on the show, if I'm you are who you
0: say you are. <laughs> yeah, this this joke has been continuing through 2021 <laughs> people are gonna listen to our episodes in the future and be like what is going on what is this among us thing that you guys are talking about they you have
2: know? to play to know <laughs>
0: <laughs> assuming the game is still here in about five years
2: yeah <laughs> yeah oh that's cute though
0: um so yeah were you always drawn to music like you yeah,
2: um I was, like my family was all musical. My dad used to put records of Bach and like classical to jazz, to Indian music, to all kinds of medieval monk music. And we'd run around the living room to it. So we had music growing up, my brother and I, um, in Winnipeg um, all the time. And uh, my dad played a few basic chords and so, and my mom sang and my grandma sang. And so there's been music in my family. and Yeah, it's been around for a while
0: did you start performing at a young age
2: um no I um I basically uh like I, I started writing at around 14 or 15 um just really simple songs um and then we took guitar lessons so I was taking lessons but I sort of didn't really do much other than you know do my homework for guitar lessons with my brother um in Winnipeg and uh But that went on and on, Um, lessons continued till I was like 16. And then I stopped, I I took school more seriously. And started I went into economics, actually, like in post secondary, I did non stop economics. So I stopped um, doing music and learning about music, uh, when I was 16. And then, then in 2007, I got back into it. Um, And I'm happy. But, but Yeah. So, so I did like, I went on to get a a PhD in economics and I thought it was going to be a professor actually. Um, And I was studying in London, England in my tiny flat and it was raining. I remember this is like, yeah, 2007 ish. And uh, I started writing lyrics out of the blue to a love song. I hadn't done any music like at all. And I thought, Oh, I'm just procrastinating. I should be working on my thesis. Right. I'm supposed to be doing all this complicated math and stuff and i did it did some of the math but then i'm like wow i feel like i lyrics to a love song are coming on and so i thought it was kind of silly and stuff but i threw i sent my lyrics anyway to my brother back in canada and he's a music producer and he's been doing it continuously like from a child upward uh so i thought he's gonna laugh at me and and my brother pete said i think i can do something with these lyrics so he put the music with them and that that developed into my first song on my first studio album so and then I thought, oh, that's a hobby. But I, I kept going after 2007. I kept going with music. Uh, I was still an economist, um, but I eventually uh, in 2011 started to go full time music, so. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's been a kind of circuitous like journey, but it, a good one for me.
0: So how, has, how was your, uh, the process of making your first album?
2: Oh, it's really, um, really great. I worked with my brother, like I mentioned, he's like a producer. And so we worked on um, like one song at a time. um, And, and he would keep like teach me about writing. And he was basically and still is, to a large extent, my one of my great mentors. So, um, so I I did that. But I started going song by song before it was kind of trendy to like nowadays, a lot of people in music because of the way genres are kind of really opened up and there's like, there's so many genres. It's really um, like, it, there's so many categories of music and and people are releasing singles. So it's very uh, song oriented and people are still doing albums, but a lot of singles are coming out, not necessarily part of albums. Um, so I've been doing that. I was doing that for a while, just releasing singles over time. Um, but it was, it's fantastic. I mean, I love music. Um, I'm, 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 um, I love writing especially, so, but I've performed live and I have a band and, um, but we haven't played, you know, since, of course. So how
0: did you uh, end up with your music like in Major League Baseball, in stadiums, on TV? Like how did that come about from you, just you writing an album and singles and stuff?
2: Yeah, that's a really good question because, you know, it's kind of a black box of people who aren't doing that kind of thing Who are, like a lot of people I didn't know before I started. So I, I joined an organization called uh, Taxi, which is a music uh, organization based in Los Angeles that uh, it's one of many, but it's a really good one where they're basically the middleman between uh, like I'm a music creator. So I write songs um, and you and they take the creator's stuff and they they pitch it to film and TV. So it could be for big like baseball or, or it could be for anything commercials um, and and other things. So um, so I, I some of my success has been through that organization and other similar organizations where. They they um, they're called music libraries where you submit your songs that you've written, and these these organizations uh, then farm it out or pitch it to film and TV. And I'm I'm lucky that you know I've I've had uh, some of my songs actually been used, um, you know, in film and TV. And one of them was across America's sports arenas, um, and it, it it reached like lots of people, millions of people probably that we don't know the exact number, but it went across stadiums uh, over three months. Um, to just to pump up fans so we were ecstatic about that because it's just you know it's one avenue for music it's not all about live like live's important but there's also the obviously film and tv's cool too yeah. it's amazing so I'm just really grateful that that they you know some of my songs got chosen because it's it's very competitive there's a lot of great talented writers out there and and creators out there so um yeah knock on wood but, you know <laughs> It was, yeah. it was great.
0: I'm gonna have to like keep my ears open now for your stuff.
2: <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah, actually, I just got my new song. The I have a new song coming out on the 12th Friday, um, called "Heaven uh, When You Hold Me," and um, that just got picked up by a library in LA and oh, and wow. so a music library. But you know, so there and and hopefully that will eventually get placed or put in a film and TV of some you know some kind. But. So yeah, it's exciting. It's a it's a really cool world, uh, yeah, yeah, really good avenue for musicians or creators to to be able to do that, um, if if they want, you know.
0: So if you're a creative process, um, how has the transition been from the pre-pandemic way of of making music to the pandemic, I guess reality that we live in, yeah. and how you create your music now?
2: Uh, that's another really good one you know i'm it's affected everybody obviously uh, for me it's been like i was playing live with my band in in you know toronto and um and getting together obviously for practices and things and beyond that i i go to nashville and la for for conferences and other places and i go to nashville probably every three months or so i have, um it's like a second home in a way to me um just to play live, also to write with people. And I, and my vocal teacher is there. He's, he's fantastic. So I'm not doing any of those things, you, you know, because of COVID, but what COVID's kind of done, and my partner, David, you met, um, and I, and David, by the way, produced my, my single coming out on the 12th. Um, the, what COVID's forced me to do, and I guess a lot of people is to just go, what can I do at home that how can I make lemonade you know how can I make the best of this situation and keep safe and what I've decided was look I'll just take a ton of online courses I'm lucky enough to be able to do that um, learn as much as I can and write my ass off I don't know if I can say ass on this but like I've been writing so I did a course from uh, like a music writing production course all January um, online um, and it was taught by and Tedder who's like of one republic it's a it's a pop band and He's written for like Adele and other things. So this was uh, an amazing experience where you, you're taught how to use like all the, your computer basically to make your own songs and produce it and and, and, and sing it and put it all together. And then in February, I wrote 14 songs um, for uh, like, what? it was a uh, 14 song. Uh, it was like, you'd write a song every two days. So we did that, it's called FOM, February Album Writing Month. And so I got 14 songs done last minute but i did it it was really hard but i got like four good ones out of them like the rest were like you know, okay but uh, so i've been trying to go how can i hone my skills make the best of this so that when covid's hopefully settled and hopefully we're back to normal that i uh, you know i didn't waste time moping around and i know of course we all have those days but i tried to really seize the opportunity that that i luckily yeah. i'm lucky enough to have so
0: so uh That's what a <laughs> One Sorry. of your songs, uh, Judas Kiss, uh, featuring Natalie Brady, was that made during the pandemic?
2: Uh that was just, yeah, it was, it was at the very beginning, as we were uh, like, just getting, learning a bit more about, um, and there was a singer that, um, that I really like in Nashville, and I don't, I've never met her in person, but we, we um, basically auditioned a bunch of singers because we wanted a different sound on on one of my songs and so she she auditioned and she was like super talented so yeah that that was before like it was just on the cusp of covid um and yeah and it, it worked out really well she did the got the recording stuff to us and then we produced it up here in toronto um so
0: oh yeah. so she, she did record on her own and then she re- you-
2: yeah, we took the, what we call the stems, like basically the the key parts of the song from her, all her vocals and stuff and yeah. sent them electronically up here. And then uh, we actually have a industrial remix that I did, but she did the main, like the main version of that song. And she's like a powerhouse. She was on the voice. Like she's she's a force to be reckoned with. I, I really like her stuff. She's she's spunky. <laughs>
0: so. Oh no, it's, uh, it's a very good song by the way. And- Oh, thanks. Uh, the voice of TWMF, Jessica, who you know, uh, she has it on her playlist. Like, So it's like, she listens to it quite a bit. It's, it's oh, an
2: amazing wow. song.
0: It's an oh, amazing
2: thanks. thanks a lot, Michael. Yeah, and uh, well, that's really nice So, Jessica. I appreciate you telling me, It's great.
0: And uh, one of your recent songs that you uh, released, I like very much, it's uh, Can't Stop America. So how did that song come about? <laughs> Oh yeah, that was
2: that was like pure smudgy or whatever that means. Um, it was me being an artist, being create, like on my own because that that was a reaction to a lot of the political stuff going on, especially in in America. That I went okay. Once in a while, I get this punk mood, so I I just want to be a punk chick, and I just wrote it really fast. It was just an emotional outpouring of. A little bit of frustration, as you could probably tell in the song, um, and and but also a belief that you know America, like it's kind of political, right? Uh, yeah. That you can't it's called "Can't Stop America" because you can't. I feel like ultimately, and I don't want to get political, but it hopefully the good forces or positive positivity wins in the end, and and I th- I think it will and is being slowly one I know that sounds vague but it was no, I, I it, yeah. get it <laughs> I'm trying not to be political but
0: no no, no I, I I appreciate that and um, <laughs> but I do agree with you I, I do think that uh positivity and and just love will win out in the end
2: yeah and I love that you love that like I know that sounds on some level silly but I really believe that and I think if people try to see the glass half full not empty like <laughs> It makes a difference, you know? It does? Yeah. yeah.
0: So uh, what are your musical influences?
2: Um, they're all over the map, but currently, like, like you know, they could be, like, really old, from, like, Joni Mitchell to other things, but um, to Bach. But, but lately it's been Taylor Swift and uh, Ka- probably Katy Perry's always in that mix. Um, and, yeah, those are kind of two big ones, especially Taylor lately, because I love her last album,
0: Oh it was a, it was a good album. Very good album.
2: Yeah. She's surprised like just this beautiful work of art I think. Um and I mean I like Luis Capaldi. I like a lot of random things too. And I like The Weeknd. I like the 80s throwback kind of coming back. I like Dua Lipa too. Oh, Dua
0: Lipa's fantastic.
2: She's fun. Oh, yeah, it's there's a lot of cool music out there. Yeah. How about you guys? Do you do you guys have current favorites or right now
1: i'm still putting um they cure friday i'm in love on repeat oh, I love
0: that song. Uh, lately i've been listening to a judas by fozzy which is a wrestler chris jericho's band i i'm a huge wrestling nerd so uh <laughs> when he really like when he made that his theme song in aew i just i can't stop listening to it so it's like yeah. on repeat quite a bit uh he hasn't newer songs it's just that one song is just so good And uh, if you ever watch wrestling, if you ever watch AEW, whenever he comes out to his song, like they actually eventually turn off the song to let you hear the audience sing the rest of the song. So and they do it every time. It's not like, oh, he just does it once. No, no, no. The audience sings his song every time it's that good oh,
2: wow. what's yeah. it called again like i said i don't this know this is it.
0: judas judas by fozzy F O Z i'm
2: writing that down too that's hilarious wow
0: but yeah nowhere to run is one of their newer uh, newer songs that oh, okay. i really like uh i listen to that almost as much as judas but judas is just classic so wow yeah that's awesome so let's talk about your uh upcoming song heaven when you hold me so, uh, how did that song come about? Like, uh, what influenced it? Uh, where are the ideas coming from?
2: Oh, like yeah, uh, that one was from so February album writing month last year. So I did the fourteen song thing last year, and basically you never leave your apartment to get to do be able to do that. At least I can't hardly, um, and so. Last year I wrote it, and I think it was one of the last songs. And I know I was in an '80s mood again, where I I was I don't know if I was listening to Martha and the Muffins or stuff really '80s or ABC or, you know, all those great bands or Duran Duran or stuff. But um, and I was just in a summery mood, even though it was the middle of February. Uh, And I and um, also I um, like I'd been with I'd been dating Dave for a while, but I was just like so appreciative of having somebody in my life that is so awesome. And so um, sometimes my songs are, you know, based on real, real stuff. And, and so part of that was just the idea of being in love and being so grateful for being, uh, having somebody because it, it's, it's not always the case, right? And, uh, and so um, I, just, I just was in the zone of chill happiness and, and it, it came out, it sounds like a summer song to me so I don't know if other people will feel that, but it's it's just a positive, carefree walk along the beach kind of vibe. 80s.
0: I had the opportunity, thank you very much, to listen to it. Uh I thought it was very fun. Definitely an old school vibe for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Thanks.
0: Uh, I re- I really enjoyed it. Oh, that's
2: awesome.
0: I can I can definitely say it's going on my playlist for oh, my, that's my great. driving playlist. So Yay. Yeah. You
2: made my day. That's cool. <laughs> yeah I like right I yeah I like I'm glad I'm glad that's awesome
0: so uh after uh the release of your song what else is uh what else is coming out
2: what yeah else? so so uh once this one is out I've got um like four of the songs that were the top of those 14 that I wrote in February that um one's called um uh, so happy and it's it's another really, really upbeat one because lately I'm on a Jacob Collier, Collier kick. I don't know if you guys know him, but he's like an amazing jazz pop. He's a musical genius and he's um, all over the musical internet stuff. He's super knowledgeable prodigy guy. And he's uh, he's really into like lots of harmonies and layering vocals. And I've I got inspired by him just watching one of his videos. And you can't watch this guy Speaking of Michael Wright being happy and being positive, he's never, if you, you can't watch him and not be kind of more upbeat than when you before you started watching this guy. Like one of his videos is, uh, and I'll come back around to the song, but one of his videos recently, I think, um, was somebody, they did a little thing f- like for him, he plays really well, like piano and everything really well. And they said, play the same song, I think it's a song called Danny Boy, a classic old song, and play it as though you're angry. And then they'd throw out these adjectives like as though you're happy. So he played the same exact song, right? In different ways, like with the same piano, but with different voicings, like different kinds of chords, different intensities. He went through like 16 or something different emotions. They got uh, progressively more complicated. So it started with anger, which is easy to kind of go bang, 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 bang on your keyboard. But then they got to things like betrayal or, you know, like how do you play the feeling of betrayal and he did it and you so you watch him do all these these different moods as they're randomly thrown at, like one minute for each mood he'd play the song so i'm watching him go wow this guy's like really inspired me to try to um be like explore and be creative and push the boundaries so i wrote come back to the song I wrote this song called "So Happy" by layering all my vocals, like he does that a lot. Of course, not like he does, but I did my best, and and it just is really the most happy song I've ever written. Um, and and so I'm writing a verse for it. It's just like a chorus right now, and then I'm gonna you know get it out there, get it on Spotify, and maybe, maybe we'll do a video, uh, hopefully. So so there's a lot going on. I'm constantly writing, and and you know it's fun.
0: Uh, is there an album, in, the, in another uh, album in the future?
2: I think I'm going to keep doing singles um, okay. and get them out on, like, like, Spongy on Spotify, which is my main thing. Um, and, and then, um, you know, just keep, my goal actually is to try to be what they call, like, a 100%er, which is a person who can write their own song, sing their own song, produce, like, mix and produce their own song, at least to a good enough stage where, like... You could play it for like either a big artist um, to, to sing or, or some you know to be ready for that, that stage to be able to have all that skill set. So I'm like a budding producer, but I want to have all that. That's my goal is to get better at production because um, uh. I can do the other stuff sort of, but work on that. So yeah, but, uh, but more songs like indefinitely for
0: sure. Awesome. Yeah. So uh, as we're winding down Nightingale, do we have internet stuff for smudgy?
1: yes what's the last track that made you get up and
2: dance wow like any song in the world what was i listening to i think it was probably Dua Lipa's Levitating because I, I again i'm on a kick for her so yeah i was just like yeah because i can't she, she's just energizing yeah i always want to ask you guys the same questions I know I'm being interviewed, but I'm always curious. What... Oh no,
0: uh, nightingale, it, you first.
2: It's still the same one, The
0: Cure. Friday, I'm in love.
2: Because <laughs> I remember you saying that in another interview. That you, it's been a while, right? Yeah, that's cool. I love The Cure.
0: Uh, for me, it's uh, Battle Cry from Little V. It's uh, yeah another wrestling theme song. It's Kenny Omega, my favorite wrestler's theme song. A very, very good song.
2: Wow. Yeah. Thanks. I'm writing it too. <laughs>
0: Okay. So to bring things to a close, how can people follow your journey? How can they connect with you online and how can they listen to your music?
2: Well, thanks. Michael. Yeah. The best way is, is to go on either Spotify or, or Apple music slash mm-hmm. iTunes. Um, and then like, if they could, f- if they like my stuff, they can follow me on Spotify, which would be amazing. Um, that's really the best way i in terms of communicating would be Instagram. So I'm smudgy music official um it's s-m-u-d-g-i-e so i think i'm the only human smudgy on youtube the rest are like cats and things (laughs) so i don't have a lot of youtube stuff but it's really like if you want to chat i'm open to like any messaging or whatever on um, instagram so again smudgy music official and spotify itunes apple would be awesome Are
1: there any causes or any shout outs you want to give
2: yeah um yeah like uh one of my um, I used to be pretty involved with the Hemophilia Society, and hem- hemophilia is an inherited bleeding disorder. Uh, it's a rare disorder um, that affects, it's usually affecting males, but um, just the Hemophilia Society, especially Hemophilia Ontario, they do a lot of really good work for, for, um, you know, both kids and adults, and uh, just to try and make their lives a little easier. Um, so if people want a charity, that that's something to think about. Um, you know, and they, I've got a long history and that's another whole story, but, uh, yeah, they're, they're great people there, especially at the uh, provincial level. So it's, it's, hemophilia is a rare thing. People always think it's like when you, um, cut yourself, I used to think this, like before I I, um, met actually my late husband had it, um, hemophilia, like I used to think if you cut your arm, you know, that's it. You're, you're going to bleed to death with hemophilia, but they're, It's, uh, it's, it's usually a lot of the problems have to do with uh, joints, uh, internal bleeding, um, and stopping that. that. But anyway, I won't get too scientific, but it's, they're a great organization. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, and if they Google um, hemophilia Ontario, that there'd be a lot of information about, about that. So
0: that'd be awesome, you guys. Wonderful. Thank you so much. And and thank you so much for joining us today. It was an absolute pleasure getting to know you a lot better and to, to hear about your, your journey.
2: Thanks a lot, Michael. And thank you for doing it considering, you know, I don't, I feel kind of guilty, but I, I hope you feel better soon.
0: Yeah, mm. me too. I mean, I sound great, right? <laughs> yeah,
2: you do. And oh, and well, thank you for, for doing this. You're, it's really nice to meet you virtually yeah nice to meet you yeah you
1: took all those lemons not only did you make lemonade you also made lemon meringue out of the lemons you got
2: (laughs) thank you i hope i hope that you know yeah i just i want it's the optimistic positive thing i think it it helps everybody yeah you guys are awesome thank you so much and and, um please say hi to jessica she's amazing she's like so nice and so smart and so so cool
0: (laughs) she is (laughs) That's why i married her yeah <laughs> locked her down no <laughs>
2: i also find smudgy and jessica on the slayer talk with alex That's yeah right. alex. oh another awesome person alex rules yeah i'm lucky yeah Yeah. thanks for mentioning that
0: another oh. uh twomf alum he is he was he was we interviewed him so it was we had a fun time
2: oh i'm sure you did he's he's such a jewel like i love alex yeah
0: all right, Nightingale, what is our food feature once again?
1: Ding Tai Fung Shanghai Dim Sum at 3255 Highway 7 East in Markham, Ontario.
0: And how can people connect with you online?
1: Y'all can find me on Instagram at night.win.
0: And you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at, at @michaelcwchan and on my website at michaelchan.ca. Everyone, the pandemic is still here. And over here in Toronto, Most people won't be uh, vaccinated until around August, maybe September. I don't know. It's a while away. So, everybody, please stay home if you can. Stay safe. Take care of one another. And as always, stay hungry.
1: This has been Talking Myth Our Mouthful with Michael Chan and Nightingale Nguyen. Music by Harrison Amer, crafts by Janine Cantrell, photography by E! and voiceovers by me, Jessica Chan. If you enjoy our adventures, please consider following or subscribing to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Want to connect with us? Maybe even participate in our podcast? Look for us on Instagram and Twitter at at TWMFpodcast. And as always, stay hungry.